Welcome to Pocketful of Grace. I'm Pastor Scott Shule of Grace Lutheran Church in State College, Pennsylvania. And I'm Pastor Carolyn Hetrick. We've begun the season of Lent, which is an invitation for us to learn to rethink. Jesus' ways are not our ways. It's good to have a season like Lent that challenges our thinking and our assumptions. Psalm 22, which we hear several times throughout Lent, picks away at our tendency to trust in our own abilities and talents rather than in Jesus. Verse 8 challenges us to rethink this by telling us that we should trust in the Lord, let the Lord deliver. So let's breathe with those words from Psalm 22. We'll take the first part, trust in the Lord, as we breathe in, and then say, let the Lord deliver as we breathe out. We'll do that three times. Trust, Trust in the, in the Lord. Lord. Let, Let the Lord, Lord deliver. Trust, Trust in the Lord. Lord. Let, Let the, the Lord, Lord deliver. Trust, Trust in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver. Friends, now we're here to check in with God as we navigate our world and our faith journey. Our daily lives are full of conflicting messages, and sometimes we struggle to see how faith fits into the big picture. What are you feeling called to rethink these days? Take a moment and tell God about it. Today we are learning to rethink as we hear the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 31 through 38. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. 
For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Jesus challenges Peter's understanding of what it is to be a Messiah and how the Son of God is supposed to act. But Jesus also challenges Peter and all of us about the cost to us of being a follower of Jesus' way. What does it mean when Jesus tells us to deny ourselves, take up the cross, and follow him? Can you think of a time in your life when Jesus asked you to do something that was very difficult or make some major change or shift in your life that was hard, unpopular, or inconvenient. That was certainly the case for all of Jesus' initial disciples. How about for you? It must have been so hard for Peter and the disciples to imagine their leader and friend Jesus undergoing suffering and rejection. Even though Jesus said he would rise again, I wonder if the disciples really heard that promise or if they couldn't get past the difficult truth that Jesus would first die. Can you picture yourself within that scene with Jesus and the disciples? How would you have reacted to what Jesus was saying about his future? And how would you have felt as Jesus said that his disciples must likewise be ready for burdens and suffering? Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days, rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, 
If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Jesus did not want to suffer. We know that because of his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was arrested, when he pleaded for there to be another way. On this side of heaven, we'll never fully understand why Jesus had to die. But we do know that his death was not the last word for Jesus. Instead, his death was followed by a miraculous resurrection, new life, and a new beginning for Jesus, for us, and indeed for all of creation. We all know that suffering is a part of life. Bad things happen to good people every day. Why that happens is a mystery just as baffling as Jesus' crucifixion. But what we know for sure is that Jesus loves everyone without exception. It is because of that love that he took up his cross for us and that love carries Jesus into the midst of our daily sufferings too. And so as we rethink what it is to be Jesus, and what it is to be one of his followers. Let's close with our breath prayer. Breathing in, trust in the Lord. And as we breathe out, we'll say, let the Lord deliver. We'll do that three times. Trust, trust in, in the Lord. Lord. Let, let the, the Lord, Lord deliver. deliver. Trust, trust in, the in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver. Trust in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver. Friends, join us each week for another episode of Learning 2 through the week of Easter. Next week we will be learning to focus. In the meantime, we offer weekly Wednesday worship in Lent at 12.15 and 6.15. If you come in the evening, why not join us for dinner at 5.15? Use the main entrance and head downstairs to our Harkins Fellowship Hall. Our Sunday worship is at 8, 9, and 10.30 a.m. in person, and you can also listen to our 10.30 service on the radio at Bigfoot Country Legends, or watch the service live or later via our 10.30 a.m. live stream. Just go to our website, glcpa.org, and click Watch. And you can check out our website for all our worship and activities, or download our free GLCPA app to have grace on the go wherever your journey takes you. In the meantime, friends, know that as we are continuing to learn to follow Jesus, He is with us, and we walk with grace. Take care.